All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Mental Theater. We have Quote Diz, the newest graduate in the building. What up? Hey. <laughs> and of course, we got the elder lakesman, Big Mike. What up, my bro? What's up? What's up, guys? How's everybody today? Great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hot out there. But a lot of interesting news, especially in the theater realm. Well, give it to us. One of which is the Universal and AMC deal, which made no no sense business-wise at all. And it kind of reeked of insecurity. I was like, what are y'all doing? Not to mention it could end up leaving both of y'all being sued frivolously. Like, what, what were y'all thinking? Yeah, um, I, I think it was just AMC kind of panicking, I guess, at this point. Um, but you know, all the other theater chains aren't on board, um, which is um bad and confusing, you know, otherwise. And did you see the details of the deal? Like AMC supposedly only will keep the movie 17 days, which is a little over two weeks in the theater, and then it will go to home video at that point. So how does that really, you know, make sense? A lot of people don't even don't even go the first two weeks, they'll wait till the third week or so to go to the movies when a movie comes out. So you're losing a lot of revenue in that way. And like I said, the other theaters aren't on board because why would you, if you do want to wait till it goes at home, you're going to forget Regal or whoever else is going to say, I'll wait, I'll wait three weeks, it'll be at my house anyway. So it's just a bad deal overall. It can really destroy the whole theater structure, I guess, so to speak. Thousand percent. I know me specifically, Mike, you know, I don't go to the first two weeks. In fact, I'll probably go after the second month for a movie right. that I actually want to see type of thing. So it's interesting because usually the grace period was about 90 days, three months, yeah. they were saying. But to yes. cut it down to 17, not even an actual month, makes no sense. And I, I don't see how you can get any type of money from that personally. Well, let me ask you this, Chloe. If, if you knew a movie was coming home to your house in 17 days, would you go to the theater to see it still or would you just wait? I think oh, it no. depends on the movie. Okay. Yeah. Like, if it's like Avatar or like I don't know, something that I want to see on a giant screen, I would definitely go. Like Harry Potter, I'm definitely going to the movies to see. <laughs> but like, yeah, if it's like a romantic comedy or something, unless it's like, or if it's like a Tyler Perry movie, I would just wait until it came. Home. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't watch it home. You know, I can like relax in my house and enjoy it. Right. Especially and if it was only 17 days, three weeks. So, you, you know, that's an easy wait. I, mean, I, I kind of like that idea, though. Like, you guys are against it, but I kind of like it because it gives you that kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it pushes you to go. So, it's going to be sold out, obviously, and it's going to be one of those things where it's, like, limited qu quantity. Who's going to get in? Like, I think they'll make more money and they'll be able to jack up the prices. Hmm. There's only 17 days. I guess marketing-wise, interesting, yeah. Well, let's go to these numbers provided by our boy JC. So in 2019, the theater business earned $41 billion. And this, is, this was Warner's business model and their approach. So they earned $4.5 billion at the box office and approximately got you know 40 million users for either HBO and I think also the TV subscriptions is included in this number as well. Right. But also obviously streaming as well, HBO Max and 
you know, now and whatever, you know, platforms they have. So that accumulated six billion in revenue. And then if we look at Disney and their business model of working with the theaters and not necessarily against it. So Disney earned 11.1 billion at the box office and they approximately have 60 million Disney plus users, which I think all of us are subscribers of that as well. So I think there's a, there's a great business model of getting money in the box office, as JC was saying, but also to get money on the back end in terms of streaming and subscription. So I feel like this deal between Universal and AMC kind of messes all that up. And they're not even going to get close to this type of type of money either. Again, like I said in the beginning, I think it was a panic move by AMC because theaters are closed. And they, they're scared to not know when they're going to be able to open back up. And they're looking at it like if they do, um, it might be limited uh, seating and capacity anyway. So mm-hmm. here's a way for us to make, you know, still kind of make some money off a deal with Universal by having it, you know, go home as well and stuff like that. So I, I do, I don't, um, I do kind of, it's kind of like um, for them at this point, it's like throw it on the wall and hope it sticks because <laughs> they're running out of options for AMC. So kind of do. So, and they put themselves in that hole, you know, like nobody knew the pandemic was coming, but they were already. $5 billion in a hole before the pandemic started. So, of course, they had a plan, but, you know, if your business is, you know, to get yourself in debt and then get out a certain way, you never know what can happen. So, they did it to themselves, you know. Anyway. Absolutely. And then moving right along to the theater is a possibility opening on in August, mid-August, in preparation for Labor Day weekend, where Tenet has this apparently final date, which they're dead set on. As um, Chloe is already shaking her head, no. <laughs> I don't know about that guy. I mean, I, okay, to be fair, maybe. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a maybe there now instead of a no. You know, Chloe, you, you got a fresh hairdo, fresh nails. <laughs> you, you be out. I want to hear about that. Graduation party yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm living life on the guys. Okay. Got, got, got the lashes going. Yeah, you be out. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm self-sufficient, okay? I did this by myself. I did, you know, all of this. Uh huh. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the part about opening internationally mid-August. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll definitely happen um, overseas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, movies like Bond or um, other movies, they make more money overseas anyway. So I think they're all for that. And the states, we, we always, we got the same problem that we always had. Each state operates independently. So just because one state opened the theaters, New Jersey still may not. So you still can't get the full revenue so it's not about the movie coming out it's about is your state going to allow the theater to open <laughs> that's the real issue absolutely and, and then yeah go and, and then that jumps into piracy because if texas got the movie out but new jersey can't let us go to the movies they're gonna start pirating it and we're gonna get it on bootlegs you know stream it some kind of way so absolutely and you could also see 
you know, if New Jersey doesn't have it, but PA does, everyone from New Jersey going to PA. Right. <laughs> simple, simple as that. So um, we can't have a national opening because these states operate independent. Like PA, you know, uh, Eric told you on uh, Food for the Culture last week, he goes to the gym in PA. The gym's open in PA, but yeah. not in New Jersey. And where? And in Virginia. Right. My cousin got a personal trainer. Okay. Yeah, so, so same concept. If it's open to PA, not in New Jersey, they'll go to people who go to PA, but again, you'll still lose revenue of people who don't go over there. So it's just a weird thing. So I do think tenant will be out Labor Day weekend. I think Nolan's just tired of sitting on it at this point, but I don't know if it will be worldwide opening at that point. So. Yeah, I can see that. And then that kind of yeah. leads us. In. Would you do that though, Josh? Would I go uh, Labor Day? PA. Uh, see PA. I mean, to me, it wasn't a big deal because my family always went to the Neshaminy AMC. Okay. Because we didn't really like the Hamilton one because it always had the uh, the bed bug issue, and back right. in the day, it kind of had the the stabbing issue. Right. right. You know what I mean? So that wasn't really. Uh, I wasn't really permitted to go there in my younger years. So I was always well, used to going to Neshaminy because you know okay. it's right up Route One. So you know. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Gotcha. But uh yeah, this actually leads us to some other innovative solution excuse me, solutions for movie theaters. And I'm curious what you guys think about this one. Cause this seems pretty cool. So it is there we go. The floating cinema. <laughs> mm. I, I want to hear Chloe's thoughts on this. You know so, my thoughts on this, right? <laughs> I'm, all for it. I'm a thousand for this. <laughs> Let's do it today. I'm ready. I'm gonna get a boat, and we can go. Yeah, well, it's a whole boat they got, but the only issue I had, it, it looks amazing. It looks dope. I feel like, um, but what happens if you gotta use the bathroom? <laughs> That's the only thing I was. I was you roll about. over to the side and use the nah, bathroom. Make me nah. go kayaking. Nah. See, I agree with you, Big Mike, because at the end of the day, each boat is supposed to hold around eight people. So you're going to have eight people in your party. And <laughs> you have to know each person in that party. So you're not supposed to be, you know, uh, mis mixing and matching. So each boat is reserved for a party. Right. So you're telling me during the best part of the film, if someone wants to go to the bathroom, they want to go get more popcorn. You go on. We gonna have to go all the way back to shore. For you to do that, nah. That, <laughs> me, that, that's the part where you leave me. And, What's you know, that, Chloe? You bring say? a water bottle or something to handle your business. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, if these boats had a lower deck and it doesn't have to yes. be fancy, right? That you can just go into the bathroom in, great, right? And Rob right. from JC's show, he had a great suggestion. If you want something from the concession stand, perhaps get a drone service to deliver it. I'm on board yeah. for that. But anything else, you're literally going to have to move. So you're going to interrupt everyone else. By the way, boats are not silent. So you're going to interrupt you're going to interrupt everyone else when you have to go do these things. So they got to they have to sort that out. They can probably put a pier, like just looking at this picture, right? If they had a pier going down the middle where your boat is attached to the pier. Mm -hmm. And then if you see the bathroom, you could just like, you know, pull yourself in and then you can hop off the boat and go. I think that would be that would work. True. 
Or a person in a boat, like a rescue boat, the bathroom boat that comes around. You got to go. You know what I mean? You hop on that boat and, and, and dip. Probably not. It'd be a lot of noise. I don't know. Yeah, they want that. Ultimately, ultimately, these are all just, you know, concepts, but there is no real solution besides the theaters being open back up at the end of the day, especially because we live in northern states where wintertime does come. <laughs> so you can't do something like this or even really drive-ins because, you know, you're going to be freezing out there. So, you know, ultimately, you know, in December, as Josh, you would know that that's Star Wars month. You know what I mean? When it's cold. So it's uh, it, it's it's tough to have all these other solutions really work all year and long. As I'm sure both of y'all have have some experience with boats, right? So in terms of the anchor, if there's a current in the water, you're going to always have to position the boat regardless if there's an anchor. So you might yes. be drifting away from the screen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So I don't know. Yes. Probably have to anchor to a pier. There would have to be a pier that you anchor to that you can like, you know, anchor to. Yeah. Now, now I think the maybe the concept of uh you know with the with the food delivery i mean drones or even having like a um a uh a person out there who like you know takes the order and then rolls and gets it to come back to you or something like that that's not bad but it's just the bathroom part i think i, I don't see that how it can work yeah without the lower deck so but it, it looks dope though it does so absolutely All right, and then oh, you go ahead. No, go ahead, Big Mike. Do you have the one about the Australia? What they're doing with the parties in the movie theaters? Did I did not. What do they got? So in Australia, basically, um, they're allowing people to rent out the theaters. You can do a party up to twenty people huh. for about five hundred dollars, about twenty five dollars a person. If you do that, you know, all together, and they can still spread out throughout the theater because only twenty of you guys, and you're allowed to select whatever movie you want, and you get free unlimited popcorn and soda with the deal and stuff like that. So, and um, you know, and, and, you, and you get their selection, well, whatever selection that they have, you to choose from. So, that's not a bad idea. Is it uh, five hundred Australian dollars or U.S. dollars? I would think if it's in Australia, but <laughs> the Australian dollar, I don't know. Oh man, because that's all right. That's not bad. That would be three hundred and fifty-six dollars. Yeah, that's not bad. And then, like I said, like you know, but but there were you know, usually you can only rent out the theater here if you're a certain stature or whatever. It's just regular, like you, know, you can go on their website and do it. You know, apparently uh, particular theater. So if they had that here, that wouldn't be a bad concept. I don't think in general. Stuff. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah, I can see a lot of universities doing that for sure. Yeah. Would wow. you do that? I, I would do that. I, I would get 15, 20 of my friends and we could bring it out, stuff like that. See a movie, spread out. Oh, yeah, definitely make an event out of it. Yeah. What about you, Club? Of course. I'm down for any type of party. You guys know this. <laughs> 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 okay. It would be hard to stay quiet, though. Like I went to a movie premiere and they we rented out the well they rented out the theater and then they did their movie in the theater and they had food set up in there it was pretty dope it was on Atlanta and they had food set up in the front but it was kind of hard to be quiet because you know your friends are there so it's like right what it was hard. <laughs> Nah, I'm not accepting that at all, especially if I put down the money or if we collectively put down the money, we put down the money to go see the movie. We can talk whenever. 
<laughs> so you tell me you can't control yourself for an hour and a half or I two had hours. To myself, but it was not easy. I'm just nah. I mean, maybe if it was a movie that I was like excited to see, but I mean in, that's fair. In that it's situation, I wanted to talk. I <laughs> What did you see? What, what movie was it? It was a movie that um, one of my friends produced. My friend's uh, sister's husband. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, it was a good movie. It's just a movie I didn't know. So it wasn't like... It was okay. a movie. It was a Damn. brand new movie. That's even more disrespectful because that's like a private screening. I didn't talk. I said I wanted to talk. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. No, I'm just saying in general, like anyone who would want to talk during that, like what are you like, what are y'all doing? Well, I think in this in this concept, because we're trying to socially distance, if 20 of you guys are separated, then you, you know, less likely to talk and whatnot. Mm. So, That's true. You know, I mean again, old, I wouldn't mind talking for like a cult classic like Friday or house party, because then it would be an enjoyable experience. Like that one I yeah. get. But for like a specific screening of a specific film, nah. In fact, I would probably know who would be those type of people. They wouldn't be invited anyway. Yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of um, the tenant, you know they're dropping Inception. I think next a couple weeks too in some of the theaters. So right. I don't know, you know, if, if Jersey or PA or whatever be able to watch it, but um, you know they, they're kind of like a tag along, I guess, for Tenant or whatever. Inception. I mean, I just watched it recently, but I would love to see the cinematography of that in the theater again if I could. So. Yeah, specifically IMAX. That would be great. Yeah, 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 definitely. I still and didn't like the snow part in that movie. The snow? That's the best part. <laughs> Why do you like the snow part? I asked, like, I took a, a little side poll of my girlfriends, and they were like, yeah, we didn't like that part either. Why? Why Maybe do you like that part? It was random. It was super random. Like okay, now there there's an am, uh, avalanche. Like I don't know, I didn't. Maybe it's better in the movie theater on a larger screen. Wait, so Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've seen a few, couple times. Let's say at least ten, right? So <laughs> as I believe, the whole aspect of that level is just a constructed dream level. That that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you're correct. So I don't think it has anything to do with the weather. <laughs> Why would she put it? I feel like they just wanted to throw in that scene on a mountain. Like they could have picked somewhere different. Like they had, you know what? They had her when she when they first met the chick, and she's like the architect designing all this. They're in a city, right? So you would expect when she's designing these layers that there would be some type of city, not a mountain with the secret layer. Like, it was just really weird. Like, how did the guy, he was just randomly, like, if that was me, I would be like, wow, okay, I'm up in a in a mountain now. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Like, what, how didn't he know he was dreaming? Was he dreaming? He was dreaming, right? <laughs> yes, that was like, like third level. Dude, it was, I didn't. By, by the, yeah, by the way, all that logic is in there when we're in our dream, guys. Let's let's be honest here. We're gonna be like, oh, this is a, a weird place. Am I dreaming? No, you're just gonna go with whatever's going on. That was weird. I love the part when Tom Hardy is like going down on the mountain, like, um, and he's shooting the bad guys. Like that's oh, that part's dope. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's why I like the the snow scene. So see, that's why they added it for men. <laughs> okay. 
like the best scenes, the snow scene, so much action. Woo. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm lost. <laughs> In the sauce, apparently. Congratulations, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what do we got next, Josh? So, this is an event I've always wanted to go to once in my life. And apparently, they did the virtual version, which was Comic Con at home. And apparently, it absolutely bombed. And according to the data, thank you, JC and Variety, right? From social media analytics firm Listen First, tweets that mentioned Comic Con at home were 95% down from 2019's live convention. Just 93,000 tweets over the five-day event against 1.7 million tweets in 2019. Tweets about the top TV events were similarly down 93%, and tweets about the top five movie panels were down a shocking 99%. And to be fair, I'm not too shocked because you... In, in fairness, I don't think it would be fair to compare what was going on in the, let's say, say the fantasy realm now versus back then. Because back then you had, uh, it was just what, post endgame and everything like that. So there was much more uh, excitement about going to Comic-Con then, even though it was in person. But for me, I'm not going to get that hype over New Mutants. Haven't seen it yet. And they had another panel that... Again, it was okay. I mean, whatever, but I'm not gonna I'm not jumping out the gym for for that. It was post endgame and pre-Rise of Skywalker. So mm -hmm. it was uh, a lot of big things on that particular panel. So you had the Marvel people um breaking out what's gonna be happening after Endgame, which people were excited to hear about that. And also just I think I, I don't know, people were you know, if it, it was at home, you know, but people are still doing stuff at home. Might have been on other Zoom calls. Might have been at a graduation party. You know, whatever. So, I feel like that's different than being there and putting your energy into being at Comic Con. And the third thing I want to say is that I think it's less excitement for the movies because you know people don't know when they're actually gonna really come out. So they have less excitement for like you know this particular movie. You know, talking about the stuff in this movie at Comic Con, so I feel like that, that's part of it too. You know, I mean, Comic Con is about the experience, right? I think the panel is just an added caveat of the experience. So, like, people go, they do the cosplay. It's a whole community type of thing. So, like, for it to be down ninety nine percent, that makes a hundred percent like sense. And then like the tweets too, like when I went to, when you go to conventions, especially Comic-Con, everyone's dressed up in outfits and stuff. And so like a lot of those tweets are pictures and posts like, oh my gosh, I got to meet this person. And then another fact is like, you get to meet the actual actors. That's the only reason people go. So it's like, if you're watching them on TV, but you could just look at them on Instagram or whatever, another social media platform, it takes the excitement out of Comic-Con, period. Like, I didn't even know. I heard nothing about Comic-Con this year, actually. And that's strange, because I usually want to go. Because people talk about it so much. Right. Me and Josh were supposed to go this year, actually. We talked about it last year, and I always wanted to go. But apparently, I didn't know until JC mentioned, like, you got to actually get on a, on, a, on a list or a raffle to even get somewhere to stay. 
uh, for Comic Con. That's how crazy it is. So yeah. I'm upset about that. You know, maybe Comic Con New York would be easier. Um, <laughs> they have it there because we live so close to there. But um, yeah, I just think that um, I don't know, man. It's just one of those events, like many others, that will happen this year or have happened. That it's going to be what it is until, you know. I think what Chloe's point is is true. Some things really are events, and you can try to make them virtual all you want. But it's just not going to be the same for you know for people overall. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And, and the show that we all know, love, and appreciate, which I think is going to be a big deal for fantasy genre moving forward, similar to how House of Cards was, uh, for Netflix and streaming. So Mandalorian was nominated for a. For, excuse me, best drama series for the Emmys, which is massive. I know. That's a, well. I'll let you guys talk about it. Uh, I mean, like like we said, we all know how much we love this show. Amazing show. I definitely think it deserves to be here. Will it win? I'm not sure. But I think uh, when streaming really turned a corner was when you know House of Cards star Robin Wright won a Golden Globe. And then you had that massive shift to looking at streaming services in a more serious manner. And I think this is only going to add to this. What do you think, Claude does? I think it deserves an Emmy. And I think that especially within the COVID times, why wouldn't streaming services be a part of the award ceremonies? Um, especially since we're not going to the movies anytime soon. Number one. And number two, that's what's generating a lot of money. And so usually award ceremonies, you know, they gravitate to where the money is. So why not? I think it was well-deserving. It's an amazing show. I am surprised that, it, uh, you know, for an outstanding drama series, if you look at the stuff in that category, you know, you wouldn't think a show, uh, fantasy type show, whatever made that. But that, that goes back to the um, to the, uh, the division of Feige and Favreau. I guess F and F at this point, and um, what they have for Mandalorian because it's kind of like a western when you watch it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and I just think that you know it, it's big for Disney Plus overall because they just came out in December and they already got nominated for an Emmy that station that that channel and it's big for Star Wars and it's just big for the whole type of look at that I mean you got it in the category where freak. In the Handmaid's Tale. You can have two opposite shows, you know, and it's like the way that it um that it made it is amazing to me. So absolutely. I mean, Stranger Things, Ozark, right? Uh The Crown, Better Call Saul. I mean, it's yeah, a well, very... I do want to watch Ozark at some point. So, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But no, I think it's amazing. I I, I mean I, I don't think it'll win. But I do. I'm happy that it got nominated. So I mean, I think it's that's, a um, Disney show, and then they use that the new technology to film it. Yes, it's Disney. Yes. Like I don't expect anything less of Disney. Yeah, Disney smart. They're huge. I wish they would drop different. Yeah, cause they, they, and, and they just had the Beyonce show, right? The other, or, or whatever the other. Yeah, thing. the visual. Um, what is it? Visual album. Right. Right. I didn't watch. Right. But I'm gonna watch it. That's on my list to do. Man, I've had women literally text me like, hey, "Can I have your password for Disney Plus?" All just to watch the Beyonce. <laughs> wow. Is it on my? Huh? 
You gave it to them? I got no comment on that, but <laughs> so. Wow, we actually have a surprise guest in the building, Tony Stark Jr. What's going on, guys? I'm surprised you're awake after last night. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I just got up like a minute ago. I was up all last night messing with this stupid computer. I'm just gonna send it back, and um, because it's under warranty, and get them to like, whatever. I don't know. The one you just got, like, you know? yeah, it's driving me crazy. Like, I'm trying to. It's Josh's fault. Josh is Mr. Perfection. He got this super microphone and all this stuff. So I'm like, all right, I gotta have my stream super quality. I gotta make sure it's it, it looks fine. So I'm googling and searching the best settings so i find the settings my thing is running at 720p 60 frames per second it looks really nice nice and crisp and now my laptop like the laptop itself as i'm playing it the internet for some reason is like cutting out so like the stream looks great but what i'm playing looks bad i'm like what so i literally went to sleep like 5 30 in the morning like no joke it might have been later than that the sun was up. Like I remember last time I looked at my watch, it was like 5:34. And I still was messing with it. I, I I'm done. Anyway, I'm sorry. But so again, what you're saying is that you mess with it so much that you broke it, basically. Probably. <laughs> because at one point it was fine, but I kept trying to find like the the right, like I kept wanting it to be better and better because of somebody. And um uh, food for thought, Tony. You know, the first, I would say 90% of my streaming career was done on Wi-Fi. So there were a lot of lags. I just recently got the LAN. I got I ordered a 125-foot gotcha. LAN cable so it could come up to, you know, the studio here. No, I do room. remember you saying that your internet in your room was bad and you need to get the, the quarter, the, the cable. But anyway, man, it's just frustrating because uh, I got stuff I got, I'm planning, like, I, I need this to be ready shortly. And, uh, That's how I felt about that PlayStation. I ain't gonna hold you. I gave up though. Did you still not working? Nope. I but you know what? Thanks, Tony, because I got further, further, okay. further than I've gotten before. So cool. But I gave up because it was too it was a lot. So you like so it's done you think it's not working at all i'm gonna attempt to try again when i have more patience because you know sometimes yeah. you just gotta stop and walk away mm -hmm. and then you know come back with the clear mind true That's strategy fair enough so we'll see i don't know i'm gonna just buy him another one how much is the new playstation gonna cost uh, they don't have a price yet. Uh, PlayStation is holding out for Microsoft. So they're literally playing the craziest game of chicken. PlayStation went on record and said they're not going to say their price until Microsoft say a price. But in the gaming world, Microsoft has more money than Sony. So it's like uh, the person who can just drop their price, you want to drop your price after they show their price. They're kind of like, look, we don't have to show it at all. Because whatever y'all say, we can drop it and get away with it. So it's kind of crazy right now. So no one knows. These systems are supposed to be out in the next three, four months, and we have no clue how much they're gonna cost because they're 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 waiting for each other to make the next move. It's so like, are y'all going with PlayStation or Xbox or both? Well, hold on, Josh. Don't make that face. Cause I'll say this, right? 
Now, as I got older, what rings in my head is value, right? So right now, the Xbox is going to be the more powerful system. And from day one, it's going to have more value because if you were like not a diehard, like I'll say fanboy, I don't want to say fanboy, but fan, then um, the Xbox from day one, to me, if they came out the same day, you could, if they was the exact same amount of money, the Xbox is going to be way more valuable, right? This is just what I mean. So let's say your, your nephew, right? He's a little mm -hmm. kid. I mean, what game is he really like? Oh, no, he's going to be, oh, I just want to play Fortnite, right? So you mm -hmm. could literally, let's say both of them is going to be 500, right? You could buy A, the PlayStation, for 500. And let's say we all don't have so much money, right? So let's say it's $500. You're probably going to buy one game, right? Let's be fair, right? So you're going to buy the system mm -hmm. and one game, right? So that's probably a hundred and uh, sorry, five hundred and sixty. Actually, talking about the games might be seventy dollars now. So let's just say you spend sixty six hundred dollars, right, to start, right? Let's just say okay. six hundred dollars gets you a game and two controllers, right? But you could a spend six hundred dollars on the PlayStation, or you could b spend the same money on the Xbox. Don't buy a game, but but subscribe to Xbox Game Pass, which is fourteen ninety nine, and it's gonna come with like twenty games out the gate. Like, cause Xbox is, a, they're doing like a, a Netflix thing. It's a subscription. So you pay $14.99 a month and it just has like net, you, you know, when you turn on Netflix, you don't pay mm -hmm. for a, a movie on Netflix. You just turn it on. It's a catalog of movies and you just pick and choose. You know, it might not be the greatest movies, but it's movies. So Xbox thing is they're trying to wow people with this subscription of games, Netflix of games. And to me, I'm like, Dude, that's a lot of value because technically, instead of me spending $60 for one game, I can spend $14.99 and get a bunch of games. Plus, right, the Xbox exclusive game. So if you're an Xbox guy, right, and you love Halo, you love Gears of War, you love their stuff, those games are included in that $14.99 price. Like, PlayStation, you can't compete. Now, to Josh's point, I feel like gaming is a popularity contest, right? So whatever you really liked before, like you're not going to not be a PlayStation guy and all of a sudden be like, oh, they got Game Pass. Let me get. No, you're going to buy the last thing you were really into. And right mm -hmm. now, um, PlayStation 5 is the number one thing on Amazon wish list. And the cr crazy thing is when Microsoft came out uh, with their reveal, which was a week ago, where they showed like they showed all these games. They was like, oh, they're all going to be including Game Pass. People really don't like that. People actually want them to come out with games and make it like the next gen system. Because the one problem Microsoft have is they said every game you've seen, you could still play on the old system. So think about it, right? If I'm a diehard gamer, right? And I want, I, I'm gonna pay $500, right? I want this game to only be able to work on the next system. I wanna be like, look how great it looks. Microsoft thing is they're catering to like, listen, if you don't got the next system, don't worry about it. It still works in the old system. So it's kind of like, so if I don't got to get the old system, then if I can still play the old system and I don't need a new system, then what, what's the point of buying it? So like if everybody, like, huh? So basically just get both. Like if you got a PlayStation 4, just get an Xbox or vice versa. I mean, that's the, well, I mean, in terms of the next system, I mean, it depends on what type of game you are. I mean, they're holding you based off of like exclusive. So if Josh really liked, let's say, The Last of Us, Uncharted. I mean, PlayStation has way more exclusives. So it's kind of like if you're a PlayStation guy, you can't get those games on Xbox. You can't, right? 
But my only issue is none of those exclusive games are coming out at all in the next maybe two, three years, right? So it's Wait, like. So maybe they're going to do instead of movies, right? Because mm -hmm. we're talking about the movie theaters opening. Maybe they're going to have like the Mandalorian turned into a video game and like make their money that way. I mean, the big Josh that a long time ago, and that would be cool because the way the Mandalorian is, it almost feels like it could be a game. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you're leveling up, you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. But um, that would be cool. Yeah. But have anyway. You, have you finished The Mandalorian, Tony? Um, let's talk. What's the? What was you guys talking about anyway? The Mandalorian, and it went and, and it being nominated for an Emmy. So that's why. We, oh, was that was that really the, the last yeah. thing I was talking about? Yeah, it really was. Uh, <laughs> look, man, my my daughter's hey, hey, show, show him, Josh, the Mandalorian. Absolutely, I'll bring it back up. But just FYI, Tony, isn't the Spider-Man Five game with Miles Morales supposed to come out? One of the first games on PS Five. Okay, that is true. <laughs> and and I guess exclusive to PlayStation. Know, no, yeah, I mean that did sell a lot of Playstations. That definitely um it got uh it became one of PlayStation's um uh greatest hits. So yeah, that's true. Um I guess, yeah, so again, it's like fan service kind of like well not fan service, no, that's a smart move. So if you really love the Spider-Man game, that's definitely gonna sell you. I mean, right now they did a um they did a um they I'm gonna cut short, but they did a uh a survey in Europe and um, is European survey. And this is crazy. 85% of the people in the survey says they are looking to buy a PlayStation five and 15% said they're looking to buy a Xbox series X. That's, I mean, that's so huge. Right. But again, I said it's popularity content. I feel like it's a little skewed because PlayStation four, I mean, outsold uh, Xbox one, like is literally the craziest, like, you know, they they crush this generation. So it's like, who's going to really like they're not doing enough with the Game Pass thing to turn hardcore fans. Right. Me, I'm in the between. Right. So I'm like, I was just like gaming. You know, I get that those games that Sony usually come out with are really one player games or more of a multiplayer game. They ain't coming out for two to three years anyway. I got the money. I'll probably buy them both at some point. So the day one system. Maybe I'll buy the Xbox because I'll pay $14.99 and get a bunch of games, you know? But uh, but the hardcore guy that got to choose one or the other, it's going to be PlayStation. It's going to be PlayStation. Yeah. And it's it's sad because if you were buying something for your kid, your kid probably going to be like, Mom, I want that PlayStation. But if you really looked at it, you'd be like, I could spend less money, get the more powerful system, and get Game Pass that's going to come with like 20 games at launch. And and almost every game that was ever on any Xbox is going to be backwards compatible with the Xbox Series X. That's a big deal to some people. And the PlayStation, their top 100 games is going to be backwards compatible when the PlayStation 5 come out. And that's it. So it's like Xbox is giving you more value. But again, it's a popularity contest. This value is being overshadowed because PlayStation is so popular. You know? That's true. And just to, to wrap up this point, I do believe the fact that it is a popularity contest and people do ride or die with those systems. I feel like whenever I look at upgrading to the new system of a PlayStation, so going from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2, is with the anticipation of having a PlayStation with better everything, better graphics, better gaming. So you're you're progressing and you're evolving and developing as they're developing. So it's, it's the same type of thing. Like uh, signing up or following 
a channel like mental theater or a brand like mental theater from the inception stage and letting it grow and grow and grow. You just, that's how communities are built. No, you know what? I think your greatest point is, um, cannot be that that's the reason why PlayStation is going to win. I said it from the beginning. I said, it's a popularity contest. So who, he, who has the lead last time, and we're not talking about a little lead, right? It wasn't like, um, the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation three, I want to say like Xbox definitely so outsold them. Um, but it wasn't like, like the, out the, the numbers now, the PlayStation four, like superseded the Xbox is, I mean, the numbers is crazy. So like you said, people don't want the bigger and better next thing. Right. So if they're coming out with, um, like, let's say tenant, right. We're all like, man, tenant looks amazing. And then they throw out there, it could possibly be part of the Inception world, or could it be a prequel, or could it be a whatever? And you're like, if Inception was amazing, you want the bigger and better thing. Of course, we're clamoring to go to the movies to see it. So it's kind of the same thing. That's a good point. Thanks for throwing it in. Absolutely. And to Mike's point, so what we were talking about just as you joined was that sure. The Mandalorian got nominated for Best Drama Series at the Emmys, which is a massive deal for the fantasy genre fandom. Right. Now, again, I can't really talk. We <laughs> all know I've only seen three episodes, but drama? I mean, I didn't see the last, well, I got to watch <laughs> five more episodes, but drama? I got nominated I mean, more as drama than comedy, though. That's why it's in that category. Right. I got, yeah, I got to finish the whole thing. I'm like, really? Well, it's built like a Western. I don't know if you're seeing that yet where you're at. No, I said that from the beginning. I said, dude, remind me of a, a young Clint Eastwood. Like, I literally said that before yeah, anybody said anything about uh, it feeling like a Western. I said it felt like, you know, uh, it was like, a, you know, like he felt like a young Clint Eastwood. He could have been Dirty Harry or something. You know? Yeah, and that's the what vibe they said. Of it. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they were saying, like, when it was made. Like, it was made like a Western and stuff like this. It's funny that you saw that right away. But mm -hmm. yeah. um, I think that's, uh, you know, I think they kind of put it towards more of a drama Type of deal, and once you get through it more, you'll see where the drama is in the gotcha. show. I guess um, you know, especially as compared to comedy, it's way more drama than comedy. But we were just speaking on the fact that it's a Mandalorian, and it's a you know a, a Disney Plus type of fantasy show, mm -hmm. and how it's nominated for an Emmy with other shows that you wouldn't even expect it to be with, yeah. and how big that is for Disney Plus in this genre stuff like yeah. that. Because uh, you know you don't really see those type of shows getting right. those type of awards. No, I definitely agree. But could I get a little bit of conspiracy now? Could it yeah, be that Disney got a lot of money and somehow you know the pandemic is all crazy and somehow they made sure like listen if we could be get a nominated for an Emmy then maybe we get more people viewing and you know some hand somehow one hand is shaking the other and so you know because that is kind of strange. I mean I didn't watch the whole thing yet again. So I can't really say, but I'm like, really, I got nominated for an Emmy for that show and drama. Just saying. Well, to your point, if you don't mind, Josh, but to your point, I do feel like, and Chloe said this earlier, Disney's very, like, it's Disney, and they're very smart and strategic and stuff in what they do. They got 60 million subscribers for Disney Plus with no new shows besides The Mandalorian. So That's somehow... Great you know, that they're getting people. And they probably got another 10 million this weekend when they dropped the Beyonce visuals because people love to see Beyonce and stuff like that. So no, yeah, yeah. I think, I guess because they have so many things that's fan favorites, right? Childhood stuff. Like I said in the beginning, this is no lie, I'm not even exaggerating. When it first came out, my one friend, we were all in chat. He was like, dude, I fell asleep watching DuckTales last night. I'm like, really? 
and he's bragging because he fell asleep watching DuckTales. I'm like, but Disney <laughs> has so much a massive catalog of different things that was classic, you know, and, and new stuff. I think what they got, they wowed people with was all this Marvel content. There's people that like so much classic Disney that the Marvel future Marvel content that ain't in that close in sight. People was like, I'm getting it anyway, because they're going to be on there eventually. And they got all this old stuff. Whereas, you know, somebody like me, I'm like, when they get the new stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm in like, I'm definitely getting it. Like, but you're not going to get me off DuckTales. Right? You know what I'm saying? That's fair. And uh, Falcon Winter Soldier apparently drops this month or September. So there you go. Then, then I'll be getting my subscription. <laughs> Trust me. Then when that comes out, I'll be, I'll be getting my subscription. Yeah, speaking, I'm not missing that. Speaking of wonderful content based on a subscription service, apparently The Witcher is going to have a prequel series is going to be a live action limited series and it's going to be based 12 excuse me thousand years before and it'll be interesting because it's going to lead up to uh the current world that it is now it's going to it's going to show the inception of the witchers you know that race and and all that mm -hmm. magic and then how that leads into the characters of the modern day story which is going to be very interesting yeah, that's cool. I did hear about them having a prequel. And um, I think The Witcher, man, like, I don't think many people care that it was a video game. How do you feel about that? Um, I think that it is such a clever show. Because um, right now, right, what other show is similar to The Witcher, right? Like, um, set in that fantasy realm, but the whole thing with him, like, a guy that got a contract to kill creatures right like that's just that's just that alone is cool that alone rings with me and make me interested now regardless if i felt the way it was set up nailed it but the concept and the the, the genre of the of the show that alone have me hooked you know where i'm like i'm in i'm sold so uh it's a cool it's a different fantasy than like our regular fantasy you know um uh, so I think, yeah, I mean, I think everybody's they 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 got a gold mine with the Witcher, I personally think. Um what do you guys think? I know your fans also. I think um they have a gold not they have a gold mine um as well uh with the Witcher. I also feel like that this 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 will be dope to see the first Witcher and the um the origin of how the Witcher itself came to play. Um right. I think it can go from you know, this series can have several parts. Then the regular series have several parts. I think Netflix really knew what they were doing. And 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 uh, Cavill, you know, he, he might be on to something with this. So, yeah, I, I, I like the show a lot. And I heard the second season won't have that um, kind of, I don't want to say it because Chloe didn't watch it. Uh, we, know, we, know, we know what you're talking about. We know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it won't have that, you know, way. So I think it'll be I, dope. Yeah, I felt that. I mean, I figured as much because it wouldn't make sense in the season right. two, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the the main question is: Is season two going to come out before or after this prequel? I guess we don't know. I just assume that because they were talking about season two first, because right. you know they they were talking about season two a while ago, and then just recently mentioned this like what three weeks ago. So, um, but uh, I, don't, I mean, either way, I'm in. So. <laughs> Right. And I think it's very clever because it looks like they're trying to be a, a somewhat competitor in terms of that fantasy genre realm, like uh, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings and have a 
a successful prequel, but they've already uh, put themselves in a box, but pro- possibly strategically, where you can only have uh, you're only gonna have one season. It's gonna be a six part series, and that's gonna be it called Blood Origin. So it's not like it's gonna be a, a Game of Thrones, which is gonna be very intensive. Where you're gonna have multiple seasons. So this right. is the one part. So it, it kind of allows them to hedge their bets. Were you about to say closes? So since I haven't watched it yet, would you recommend that I watch season one, two, and then the prequel? Or do you recommend that I start off with the origin series and then go forward? You should watch it as it, as it came out. You should right. watch I think so, season. too. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, you should watch it. and then watch the prequel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I messed up. Not, I'm sorry to cut you off. I messed up with that with Star Wars of all things because I watched yeah. it in in order rather than how it came out. And people <laughs> tell me I messed up with that one time. <laughs> so, so I watched Star Wars one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine instead of how you know came out. So. And speaking of, please don't do that with Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Don't watch the Hobbit first, even though the Hobbit, you know. Right you know in terms of chronological order comes out before lord of the rings please watch lord of the rings first and then the hobbit mm-hmm. gotcha. um okay. let me could i ask you guys a question throw this mm-hmm. out there yeah if you was on a plane ride right now let me change it if you were on a, a cruise ship and so you had to only watch one thing um yeah you could only watch one thing right so you're in a cruise ship so you got some time what would you choose? And this is for Mike and uh, Josh. If you could only watch The Mandalorian, or you could only watch The Witcher. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna expand upon your question because you're going in a great direction. So let's imagine you have a, a 14 hour flight to Dubai from New York, right? And okay. you, 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 and to answer your question, you only had one opportunity to watch a series all the way through. You're saying Mando or The Witcher? I would say both because you have enough time because Mando's only 30. 30 <laughs> well, that's why I was like, hold up. Let me, well, because I figured The Witcher, you know, if you add that up, that's that's some time, you know, because that was a real yeah. show, real length. Yeah. But um, no, come on, Josh, you can't do that, man. One or the other. Uh, I would definitely do Mando again. Mando, okay. yeah, I, I would say, man, if you just have with show, I mean, without your parameters, what's that? I had to choose the show, I would go with Mandalorian right. again, hundred percent. You know, and it would still leave you time. Watch- I could watch Mandalorian in like, in like three hours, so I'm done. With- no, I mean, that'll be <laughs> exactly right, right. So, but uh, yeah, so I would definitely. Watch- but Mandalorian is a better all around show. However, The Witcher, you know, it was only its first season, and it wasn't, I guess, uh, thought out as long as Mandalorian was because that's been in play for like many, many years, you know what I mean? Right. So I think The Witcher can get, you know, better and stuff like that. And it's Disney versus Netflix, right? Disney got way more money, so you're going to have a better production style at that time. So is that too. So, but The Witcher's a great show. Don't get me wrong, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's just, uh, honestly, to be honest with you, I would choose The Boys over Witcher, though. Like, Witcher's good, but it, it ain't to me like, on their levels. So let me let me ask you guys this if you've seen this. I was out last night and a guy said to me, I was telling him about the boys and he said he didn't see it yet, but he said and he thought this show was he didn't watch the boys yet, but he said this show is probably better and more graphic. Uh Watchmen on HBO. Did any of you guys watch that yet? Because the way he was no. talking, 
I was like, man, I almost want to get HBO to check out Watchmen because I watched the movie and the movie was pretty good, you know? Um, I haven't, but that has been nominated for like 12 Emmys, Watchmen, including wow. including Regina King for Best Actress in a Drama. Right. Shouts out to her. Yeah, he had like, me uh, look her up because he couldn't remember her name. He was like the girl who did the voice for um Riley and uh from the uh, Boondocks, right? It's Riley and uh whatever the other kid name is. And um what's the name? Huey. Yeah, Huey, Riley and Huey. So yeah, I looked it up. I was like, oh, Regina King. I was like, what? I didn't even know that. So that's, you know, wow. She, I didn't know she did that. That's, that's what he knows her from, of all things. That's a yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, not, so, not 227, Enemy of the State, like all the other movies she was sent us. Like no, nah, yeah, he remember her from that. Boondocks is like a, a, a cult classic, though, man. There's people who, like. But it's so new. She's been around so long. Whatnot. I mean, Boondocks is kind of old now, man. Bro, she was in 227. In 1989, I got you, but, but you gotta think how old is somebody, right? So I don't know how old you I mean, the was, first but... time I saw her was Friday, so yeah, Friday at that. That's 1994. Like, that's the right. first that's when they knew her from her dad. So. I mean, Mike, you was born in uh, all right, anyway, whatever. So, um, <laughs> let's not go, let's not go down this, this, uh, but yeah, but anyway, so, so none of you guys watch Watchmen though, not yet. It's no. on the list though, it's okay, on Max yeah. though, right? It's on the it new was... one. Oh. Is it on HBO Max or is it on? The, is it on nah, I don't know. I HBO confused the hell out of me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on my list, but now I now I'm I'm interested. You know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more interested now in Umbrella Academy because I heard the second season better than the first, and I'm like, you know what? Now I want to watch that. Did you Did you watch the second season yet? Chloe just drop of Umbrella Academy. Can she hear me? Mm -mm. You guys hear me right? I said, no, I didn't see season? it. Oh, okay. All right. Gosh. Hmm. Yeah, I want to watch that now. I have a little lag. I know. It's fine. But I, I want to watch that now. Uh, Umbrella Academy. So uh, the first and second season now of that. So that's my Wait, next Wait, is the second one that had Mary J. Blige in it? The first one had Mary J. The second one just came out over the last week, uh, uh, the other day. So I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch it yet. No. I only watched, I watched two episodes in the first one when it came out, but then I didn't finish it. But now I want to finish that and the second one. Now. Could you give us a, like, I seen the trailer, um, but I was like, I never heard of it. And I seen it and I was just like, what is this? But you know how you, I was, I wasn't paying attention, right? Did you give us a synopsis? Like, what is that about? Like people have special powers or something like that? Or Mike? Uh, yeah. I don't really I remember it. Something about superheroes, and they yeah. <laughs> this like burning home called the Umbrella Academy. Okay, it's kind of like X Menish. That's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah I'm about to say. I think I think they were born, or they had like a yeah, like X Men. Like they had like a gene or something like that. And the, this doctor went around and got all these kids and put them in a school and tried to teach them how to use their powers. And at some point, he died, so some of them left the house, and then. They all got to come back together to kind of save the planet or whatever. I heard. Okay, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard um, it was really good. So then, and um, because uh, it's kind of sort of on the same topic. What's do you what do you guys know about the Jamie Fox uh thing that's supposed to be coming on Netflix? That looks like something with special powers and all that too, right? Uh, I think he's. I think that that premise is if you can have special powers for one day. Or something okay. like that. And or is that with like, the pill? Is that the thing where you take a pill? Oh, that's the pill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's you take like, a uh, pill. That's kind of like, like, like Yeah, yeah. 
kind of like that. Yeah, I, I don't know when that's coming out though. So, like that. So, hey Josh, you want to show Toy the uh, the boat th- uh, theater? See what he thinks about that. Yeah, I was just about to do that. The uh, floating cinema, Tony Stark Jr. For your consideration. Hmm. Check this out. <laughs> Oh, okay. When you first said it, I was kind of wondering. Wow, that's cool. Um, We went out last night, and my friend, she has a boat. So next weekend, she invited us to come out on her boat. And um, so it's funny that you said that, because we're about to go on a boat next weekend. But uh, I could see that. Talk about social distancing. Um, Yeah, I feel like the screen should be bigger, but. Yeah. But that's a cool concept, right? Um. If you if you're good at driving a boat, you should be able to pull in and pull out. You know, if anybody's on their own boat, you should you shouldn't be able to touch anybody else, right? That 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 gets the whole six feet thing. Um, wow. Now here's the issue, though. I guess floating in the water, you know, trying to watch it. Um, hopefully you're not seasick. And then, excuse me. I guess you'll have to have an anchor, right? So you can stay in that one spot because you can't dock. So, but obviously, you know, what do you guys think about that? Well, we talked about what we got to use the bathroom. <laughs> You're going to have to miss the movie to go to the bathroom. That's the problem. Oh, you mean if you got to drive off, I guess? Yeah. What can you do? You kind of yeah, yeah, because these are little boats. This isn't like a boat with a bathroom on it. With a lower deck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's for the immediate issue. Well, then, if you got people with you and they got to go. Now you, you got to miss it because they got to go. So, yeah, I guess this right. might actually be dope as like you know when you could go tubing mm-hmm. down a lake. I mean, not a lake, down a river. Mm-hmm. I would do that instead of being on a boat. I yeah, but tubing would be harder because it takes. Uh, you, all right, so tubing you're gonna keep moving, right? A boat mm-hmm. has an anchor that you could throw out so it could stay stationary. The tubes you just float in, and if you put something heavy enough to stop the tube. Chances are it's gonna be kind of trying to pull you down. You know what I mean? So that mm. tubes tubes will probably be hard for you to stay in one location. But I think if they did something, have any of you guys been to Secrets in Ocean City, Maryland? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if the world was normal, it's like a must thing to do. But it's a it's a restaurant, club, bar, um, all of those things on the beach right so they got a guy on the board uh, on the board on the pier the dj's on the pier thank you playing music and people are in like they got the tubes and it's just a massive amount of people the restaurant is like on the beach people are eating on the beach and so it's one of those things where um people could be in the water but they got the tubes and then they got the tables so literally people are eating in the water in their tables and um if they had a big screen so you're all in the water you got your tube so you're really not touching like that kind of like everybody had yeah. a little bit of social distance but like you said they're in a tube so at that point they're not out in the ocean where they can be moving around they're closer mm-hmm. to the to the to the beach part and that could, i could see that being your what you're saying and also working yeah. you have any more um pictures of uh secrets josh um it, it, it it's a pretty awesome place if you're single it's not i mean think about it everybody's in bathing suits people are drunk so imagine at the club you're a guy trying to talk to a girl right but everybody's half naked drunk just yo they're playing music food everything in one place at nighttime the you know the um the, the club area opens up you're dancing on the sand 
like uh you know uh they got an open indoor part but it's like still big and open so you just walk under a thing um it's it's like one of the coolest things i ever did but that to close point that i think that that could work and they are actually if you go to um secrets.com they always have a um they got a live camera it'll be winter time and you could go and watch the live camera just showing the area so like you well we're all the way here in new jersey you could go on secrets.com and you could actually see the people jamming and dancing because they always keep a camera it's pretty cool Hmm. I wonder if the camera's on now. <laughs> uh, not for nothing. I bet they might be. They probably are open with some type of restrictions. That place is so popular. They're always crowded. Um, they make so much money because it's a, such a niche type place. Like the first time I ever went there, I was like, this is like the coolest ideal I ever, like ever. And, um, like every time I went, it was just like the coolest idea. Like, what? You got a club on the beach with a restaurant? Like all the like, cause during the day kids could go. So it's a cool thing for kids jumping and running in the water, and then they come run up. I mean, I'm talking about the, the beach is like right there, and then the restaurant's like right here on the sand. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's such a massive place too. The ends, all the different stuff they have inside. It's pretty cool. So to Chloe's point, that would be like the perfect type of type of movie theater experience sitting in tubes you know with a huge screen hmm. very cool yeah secrets mm -hmm. and it's like it's secrets like s-e-a and then crits so it's like <laughs> clever yeah. it's called like secrets jamaican some like the title i was, the actual, watching, I was just watching pictures right now it's, it looks pretty dope yeah man it's yeah. dude so i remember huh okay. so you've been there oh yeah i've been there a few times and i remember going there um i took my friend darren there for his bachelor party that's how cool it was so um <laughs> yeah. and uh sandy was real mad about it i was like yo it's his bachelor party because he was my best man i was the best man in his wedding and she was made it clear like you ain't going there ever again Eesh. alone like that's somewhere <laughs> if you're in a relationship you're not going to, it's too much eye candy and secrets like some girls got a problem with a regular club but secrets mm -mm. it's just eye candy though no true i mean let me ask you this chloe would you have a problem with, with your man going somewhere like that we going together see there you go that's how she was and I, i'm not gonna lie to you i went as a single guy a couple times and then I went at one time in a relationship and uh, I don't recommend it. Man. <laughs> Listen, if you if you like to flirt and you just, you know, I don't, I don't recommend a girl being like, yeah, sure. Like not casually. Like now, maybe if you oh live uh, in the area and it's like your local scene, but you ain't driving all the way from New Jersey. It's a three and a half hour ride to Secrets with your boys like, uh-uh. Uh, this is not the show for this, but there's a lot of insecurity in, 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 in these conversations. What? No, I mean, I definitely hear it, but I mean, I, I feel like uh, if, I said if, like, you know, you're, you're if it bothers you to have your significant other go to a, a regular club by themselves, then secrets, you definitely, like, maybe you're like, I mean, my 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 guy and my girl is a flirt, but I guess they could go out with their girl or their boy to the club. It kind of bothers me, but whatever. Well, you don't do that to secrets. 
Secrets, everything that happens that's secret sounds like it stays that secret. That I think that's yes. Well, don't you have a rule, Tony? Y'all don't take any trips without each other or something like that? No, no, we don't stay overnight. We don't stay overnight. Overnight. That's right. Overnight. Really? I may be be able to finagle her to let me go to secret. No, she wouldn't go for it. (laughs) Wait, you guys can't stay the night over place? Yeah, so when we got married, we both felt like um, we do so much stuff together that we like. We felt like we didn't... um, we didn't feel we felt we don't have the need to stay the night away from each other. Like so, like I remember Mike was like, you know, him and his boys was planning on going on a trip in the future, and he invited me, like, dude, that'd be cool. And I was like, nah, and he he had a hard time understanding it. But I it's not her thing, it's not my thing, it's our thing. You know, we um we just both agree that you know what? Um, we know each other, we know each other past, we know we know, like I rap like okay. I know this ain't the topic for it, but so I'm gonna cut it short. But whenever something bad happens, let's just say cheating, right? It happened because there's two things, space and opportunity, right? And usually it's not gonna happen with your significant other right there. Yes, yes, secrets, yes. All right, so I'm looking at this, and again, it looks cool, but it doesn't exactly, you know, scream a Las Vegas pool party either, which I think more uh, extracurricular activities could occur. This this seems like a fun event, to be honest. This is also during the daytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just yeah. saying the uh, the talent is not going to be the same as in Vegas as it is going to be. Oh, yeah, America. I mean, you're comparing. That's like saying, I mean, it's cool to go in a little um, machine that make you simulate walking on the moon versus walking on the moon, right? So it's two right. things. So, yeah, we can't compare Ocean City, Maryland to Las Vegas, Vegas. like. I mean, come on. But what I'm saying is if you compare a regular club atmosphere, because what I'm saying is so it's like people like um, when you think of like going to Florida or a hot place. Right. People like, OK, perfect example. I remember when I lived in Florida, I took my kids to the mall for th- for um for Halloween. Right. For trick or treating. Right. Because I was new. I don't know anybody. So we're going to go to the mall. It was girls dressed up as like genies and they had just the sheer. I'm like. So with heat, you know, you could like, there you go. So just imagine at the club, you see a girl dressed up and she's attractive, right? And she could be tipsy or a guy could be tipsy, but it's like, I can like, oh man, she got a nice shape, whatever. But you, everybody's in bathing suits. Like we barely wearing anything and we're intoxicated and we're like, it's another level. Trust me. And I'm a clubber guy. Like I've been, I couldn't count how many times I've been to a club. Like that was just my scene, right? I love to dance, whatever, but it's never, I never went to a club that gave you the atmosphere of secrets. It's a, it's another level when you take clothing, um, when you take majority of your clothing out of the way, you know? It's a, it's just something else. And the atmosphere, the people like getting tipsy, it's a different level. Like, mm. you know, but that, yeah, this but is a topic for another show, is Mike. Yeah, 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 as I said earlier. <laughs> Josh, make sure you write my, that down. My, 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 my wheels are turning right now. Topic. No, trust yeah. me, bro. I mean, Listen. I think this is a great suggestion for banks, but by looking at the talent, I'm not really that impressed, to be honest. Yeah. And there's no melanin in this picture, these pictures at all, by the way. So I want to make sure that that's cool. I, oh, yeah, I mean, I will say this. The go. times I did go is, you know, I mean, you know, it's the, the word minority means, you know, less than. So, yeah, it definitely <laughs> it definitely wasn't as many melon all the times I went. 
<laughs> I mean, it was some. It was it was some out there, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's not the majority. I mean, also, that's like hundred. That's like three hundred people in this picture. There's literally no black person in this whole picture. And so, in addition, I think it's quite obvious that everyone is at least thirty plus, thirty five plus. And in Vegas, oh. you would have between you know, let's say eighteen, twenty one to to thirty. Yeah, but you can't you can't say that from that one picture. I mean, I've went in person, and it definitely some people was you know. I mean, you gotta be so after a certain hour, the kids gotta leave. So they make kids leave, and then it turns to like a club club, and then you gotta be twenty one to get in. And so it definitely you know, I mean, it's right. a good time though. But again, I think Josh, you said in the past, like you you uh clubbing isn't your thing. I think you said you never been to a club, right? No, I, I lived in Miami, so I've been clubbing plenty of times. Just my. Okay. Uh, standards for clubbing are significantly higher. Right, right. Yeah. yeah so, I, um, I was going to say something. Um, oh, I wanted to get his thoughts, uh, Josh, because he missed the part about the theater, because, you know, we're, we're theater guys and stuff like that. Mm. Not the floating theater, but the... Um, the uh, theater? No, no, no. <laughs> no, about the AMC, what they're doing Universal, because you, you brought that up in our chat, too, Tony. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Right. So, did you hear about the deal at all, Tony? Yeah, so, AM, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but AMC and Universal is doing a deal. So, like, what, two weeks later, then, um, then uh, movies could go on, um, like, uh, on demand or whatever? 17 yeah, days. 17 days, okay. Yeah. That You know what? In a weird way, that's kind of cool. Like, imagine if we had that all along, right? I think it might be a hit. So, imagine... There's a lot of people who rather not go to the movies sometimes, right? And then there's movies that, um, like for me, I love going to movies, but there's some movies like me and Mike kind of talked about, like, eh, that ain't really a movie movie. I'll go to the movies to see. Like, uh, better yet, Chloe probably got the best point when she said before, I, everything isn't a movie for me. You know, it's some stuff I'd rather watch at home and get a better feeling at home. So imagine if you're like, I'll skip out on that one in the movies, but in 17 days, I'll watch it at home. Um. Now, did they did they did they announce pricing? That's the thing. So I'm curious. What, to know the home or for the theater? Yeah, yeah. home. It's gonna be. Uh, JC was saying it's gonna be around what, like a twenty five dollar, uh, deal where it's the same thing how you rent movies now digitally. So like you get the you know rent it or whatever for like forty eight hours. You have an opportunity to yeah. watch it for you know twenty dollars. It'd be that premium price. I like that. I think that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. Well, like, Chloe yeah. made a Chloe made a great point. I didn't think about that because yeah. it's this way, it'll make people rush to the theaters to see it those first couple of weeks. I was literally about to say those people that got to see it day one, like some of us, we're those movie guys, right? Um, dude, we're gonna go to the theater. But um, I mean, it'll give you a chance if you're a single mother and you got three kids and they want to go see it. And say, listen, I know your friends are gonna go see it, but we're gonna wait. And we're going to watch it for $25. And then you could even invite some friends over. And, um, you know, and then uh, we're going to, you know, have a have our own little movie thing here and save money versus going and paying for the popcorn and the Presto Bites and all that stuff, you know. So I think this is going to be cool. This is going to give you, you know, and then it's not stealing away from the, the day one stuff, right? Because when I guess when they thought about it, they thought like, uh, remember with movies, it's like, okay, uh, the big thing with movies to make a movie – how great is a movie, right? What what happened with Titanic and like Avatar? They came out in the movies and they showed how long they stayed um, at the top, right? Like how long it took them before it went down, like in people going to see it, right? 
So uh, I think well, Avatar is a little bit different. I think at first people, some people went out, a lot of people went out to see Avatar and then it got bigger and bigger. Whereas, yeah, they only had uh, 70 million their opening weekend. Right, right. So let me take that out of there. But typically, traditionally, movies, uh, the most amount of people go out in the beginning. And then how great a movie is to see how long it's sustained at that many people going continuously every week, right? Oh, every week, so many people. And maybe, you know, so this is cool because you get a chance to have the crazy crowd in the beginning that typically you would have got the most amount of people in the beginning, right? And so what you said, 17 days? Yep, 17 days. So 17 days, you got essentially, you know, what, three weeks? Of it's, it's, three, it's three weekends. So, the first, you know, open a weekend. So it'll wind up being three weekends. There you go. Yeah, because I was like 17. That's a weird number. But, okay, great. That's perfect. So you got, you get your three weekends where usually that's like the, you know, the, the, major, the, the, the top amount of people are going those first three weekends, right? Um, I just wonder if it's going to be a really drastic decline, right? So over time, we don't know socially if people are going to be accustomed to say, okay, I always went to the movies in the beginning because I'm a movie guy, but you know what? Like if, if the trend is going to be, hey, they're not making as much movie, as much money in the movies now, people are waiting. I'm curious because before we had no choice, right? So you just went to movies anyway. So some of those people that had those crazy opening day sales, I wonder will some of those sales or those three weeks actually start to be a little lower because some of those people was forced to go. So they went because their friends was going. They probably would have waited anyway, but it's a it's a thing. Most if most of our friends are going, so I'm just gonna go anyway, opening day, opening weekend. But now maybe I'm like, eh, I'll wait. Well, Josh is a perfect example. Like he said, like he didn't see Star Wars, so it was out like a month already. Remember the Rise of Skywalker? Sure. So, you know, that was definitely changed for him. And he's a big Star Wars fan. So Josh, yeah. so here's the question. Would this system force you to go see it earlier than you typically would have, right? Because you want to see it in the big screen? Or would you say, you know what, I'll just watch it at home? That's the question. No, nah, certain films, and we'll discuss it, uh, momentarily like avatar which you wrote brought up tony certain films do need to be seen in the film i'm sure tenant is certainly under that category and with the deal it's still going to be in theaters but it'll also be you know in uh, available for home streaming as well so it's not like it's going they're taking it out of the theaters right that's cool and then i think three weekends is cool because it's not like a whole month and you feel like oh the movie's going to be kind of old by then let me just go see it uh, I feel like three weekends is probably a good number. I'm sure they did the math and the statistics that give us three good weekends first. We can make a lot of a good amount of money in the three weekends. And if we taper off, well, we still got a deal. So we're going to make some of that money also. So smart. Look, we shall see. We shall. Yeah. But, yeah, but the other theaters aren't on board, you know, like Regal. Which we go to, and other ones, you know, they they're they're on our voice. So it's interesting the whole uh, theater dichotomy right now between. So this the, is the only theater. AMC thing, only yeah. AMC Universal and Universal, yeah. AMC Universal, yeah. They say so. So Fast and Furious, for example, Fast Nine will be like one of the first movies that'll you know be a part of this situation. With oh, did they say when they gave a time frame? For the, uh, no, they didn't give a time frame, but that comes out April, so I'm sure it'll be a, <laughs> they'll be doing it by April, so. And in the final topic of the day, it is Avatar 2 versus Aquaman 2, which are apparently supposed to be in the theaters at the same time in December 2022. Now, I wow. forget, did everyone see the original Avatar? And if you saw it in theaters? 
I had definitely seen it in theaters. Um, I saw it, but I didn't see it in theaters. So I saw it three D on an IMAX. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it the biggest, best way you could see it. Yeah, but yeah. I will say this: I'm not saying the movie was bad, but the movie was so long. I remember being tired. I fell asleep probably for like 45 minutes of the movie. <laughs> so I never seen like oh, the whole, like there's when remember when it was like flying in the jungle or something was going on. Um, when the girl and the guy was talking for the the, the both species when they, whatever I guess the guy turned into the whatever. So I know I missed a lot of that. Um, so I never got a chance to watch it again. To fully see, like, I mean, I got the idea. It was so long that 45 minutes didn't take away from a movie. I get the point, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I still at one day want to watch it over. But yeah, to your point, I did see it in the movies. It was one of those things where I felt like, oh, I had to go see it in the movies because they made such a big deal about it. But, um, and then but, I, guess, I guess to tie in the previous topic about, you know, streaming versus theater. I see a like okay a movie like Avatar right the original one I saw it three times I think two times uh, in IMAX 3D and one time in regular uh, regular 3D so it, streaming is a little bit different because it goes by IP so you're not gonna get you're not gonna count those streams as different uh, different views but with movie theaters and box office three times that's three different you know times that you had to pay to go see it. So to me, it's calculated differently and it might be more valuable. And then I thought it was interesting that Avatar 2, and I had no idea about this, apparently takes place underwater. So that's going to be a completely different experience as well. Oh, yeah, and I'm cool. thinking, okay, does that mean Avatar 3 is going to take place in the sky? Just to have give you that all those elements. And then, you know, you cannot really bet against Jim Cameron, especially at the box office, especially when he had nothing else to do for what 10 years a whole decade and well, it took goes, it, it took what 20 20 movies and uh you know a cinematic universe with Endgame right in order to be avatar and a re-release <laughs> right um i mean yeah you got a good point i mean it's a different conversation than these two things but it's also by the time Avatar two comes out, it will be like thirteen years from Avatar right. one. You got like whole generations who weren't alive when Avatar one came out. Right. So at, at this point, so I don't know if it'll if it'll if it'll break the end game record now or whatever Avatar two. I don't think not, so. Well, the thing is, yeah. Avatar itself, the original one, you had people from all demographics. So you had people who are senior citizens going to see it in addition to kids. So it is a very wide range of interest. I think what got Avatar 1 to be so popular was word of mouth. Mm -hmm. I think it was at the right timing when 3D was becoming a big thing. As Chloe said, IMAX was becoming a big thing. So it was something that you had to see. I don't even think it necessarily was the movie itself. Like all these years, I didn't get go back and really watch. I mean, the movie was good, but I don't think it was like, um, uh, again, I think it was more because of the technology. It wowed people because of the 3D and the graphics of it, right? I don't think it was, oh man, Avatar was this amazing movie. It was just like, it was the perfect timing. You know, I feel like, I don't want to say it could have been any movie, but it could have been a similar movie, again, with, um, again, like your guys' point, it, similar movie with a really big um, um, uh director or somebody that was known right so you're like okay i know their work is great work um but it was the technology i mean the imax was such a big deal um now it's so common it's like eh, 
we don't watch like a thousand movies in IMAX and 3D and it's not that's nothing special. It's not gonna wow me now. But then you you it, when people was like, dude, you have to see it, but you have to see it in IMAX. You have to see it in 3D. Like you were told that. Like everyone who's seen that movie was told that, whether they all went to see it like that. So I think yeah. um it's it's a difference, you know. Well, and then also well, let me one last thing is Mike point Mike said it's so many years later, right? Well, here's the thing that we don't think about. So when it was first something you never heard of, right? Um, in cinematically, it's like this thing looks really good. Let's go check it out. Now you got some people who did see it who might prejudge and be like, I mean, it's Avatar. I don't need to go see it. So when it's when it's mysterious and it's something you never heard of, you have more of that. I gotta check this thing out. Everybody's talking about it. But now some people are like, I mean, it's Avatar. Dude, I mean, how much different can it be than the other one? Because when you throw in the technology, like, but you got to see it. Like, dude, I've seen 3D before. Like, well, well, hold on, Tony Stark Jr. I don't think the technology is the fact that it was on 3D and IMAX. I think it's the production of that type of technology. I, I want to, I, I, I actually piggyback on Tony's point because I'm the person who saw it like two years after it came out at home. And I was like, the movie was only okay to me. And everybody, everybody told me you had to see it in theaters. Like it, it, right. it was different if you would have saw it in theaters as far right. as the movie concerned. And they, and people who said, people who I tell, I didn't see it in theaters. They're like, yeah, you didn't really get the best of the movie right. then and stuff like that. So, um, so, so yeah, but, um, I think it'll do well. I, I, I still think it'll be um, Aquaman as far as this category is concerned. Um, but yeah. I don't think it'll break the end game record. This no, time. not at all. Well, no, I guess not. that depends on Disney, right? Since they own Fox and thus Avatar. So it really depends because would that be great competition for them? Because all that profit is still going to them. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean it's definitely gonna go to them. Yeah. Gonna go to them regardless. But I think sometimes you know you got to capitalize on the momentum. I think sometimes people miss this a little bit, yeah. and uh, and waiting that long because that's a long time, man. Like you know yeah. between between one movie to the next. Even Aquaman, I think that's a long time. Yeah, and that's gonna be like five years, you know, for that. So I feel like that, you know, yeah. thirteen is just um, well, I don't know if you guys heard of this, but it was called like the four year curse when um. What was a movie with the uh, Pacific Rim? So when Pacific Rim Part Two was gonna come out, it was four years later, and I watched some video of saying like the four-year curse. Whenever there's a movie that's like four, the second one is four years later, it never does as well. And I was watching this whole big thing. I was like, nah, I never really thought about it. So they got a bunch of different examples. So again, Avatar obviously is like a movie that you're gonna that they're gonna they're gonna if they're gonna promote it well, I'm sure it's like it was this great amazing movie, and you got to see. But Mike, I think, killed it. People was like, dude, you didn't like it that much because you ain't seen it in the theater. But we don't have that feeling like we did with 3D and IMAX and stuff anymore. We've been seeing this for, what, 10, over 10 years now, IMAX 3. Like, I don't even mm -hmm. like to go see stuff. Like, okay, perfect example. I went and seen Endgame in 3D the first day. And I had to see it the next day out of 3D because I felt like sometimes 3D messes stuff up. You're trying to focus on certain stuff, but you're missing certain stuff. So I personally, and I feel like 3D is not great like it used to be when it first came out. So I feel like I'd rather not go see 3D anymore. Like I feel like 3D ain't the end all be all for me anymore. And I feel like they get your extra money for 3D, but the whole movie isn't even in 3D. It's a couple scenes and it's just like, so I feel like 3D isn't what it was when Avatar came out where you're like, I, you, if you're seeing it, you're seeing it like that. Now some people are gonna be like, I'll probably pass on the 3D, you know? Wow. 
I don't think that the technology is going to be 3D with Avatar. My prediction is it's going to be VR, like Josh alluded to last week. Um, and that would be phenomenal. Like, I would love to see Avatar 2 in VR at home. Or even in the theater. They might even have, like, a, oh, put your smartphone into this headset while you're in the theater so you can get the surround sound. Yeah, and, well, uh, have, and then we actually, there's this augmented technology. Um, when we went to that museum, Josh, where they, you take the your phone and you download an app, and it's augmented. So it's, like, real life and virtual reality um, in one. So like if they incorporate that into this Avatar film, which they probably are gonna do something because they're aware of the technology aspect um, and it did take 10 years for this to come out, I'd be interested to see that. And I think I that they'll make more money than anything else, especially during pandemic time. Well, here's the only problem with that. So I'm, I don't know, I never told you this, but uh, I was a super phone guy, right? So like, uh, I was um, like, I like I used to watch all the phone videos. It wasn't that long ago, but I got this new phone. And I kind of was like, all right, this phone succeeded everything I have. So I kind of was not that super into phones. Here's the problem with the phone game, right? Uh, there's too many different, especially Android, right? There's too many different tiers of phones. So I can't, you can't have a a bunch of people walk into a room or even a bunch of people sit home at the house and we say, Hey, we got this thing. You can slap your phone in because, uh, the phones are, there's so many variations. There's so many low tier model phones that can't do what other phones do or not even can't do that don't have the same visuals, right? Like there's not that many 4k screens. That's not that many, uh, phones. There's so many kids that have a lower tier phone. Like you could get, um, uh, a AJ 93, right? Samsung phone. That's a free phone that they give out, right? Oh, here's a free phone. That phone, you, it ain't, it's not even going to have like 1080p, right? So when people well, talk about how great app, go ahead. This movie's coming out in two years, right? 2022, so a year and a half. By the time two years is here, I I would put money on it that all the phones are going to be to a certain standard. No, trust me. I'm a phone guy. People, they make so much money. Hear me out. They make so much money off of having budget phones. It's a, the budget. Like, all right, this is how phones work. So budget phones. Good. The budget phones are going to be like, think about it now. You can go get an iPhone, whatever, for free. Like, by two years from now, the budget phones are going to be comparable to, oh, it's a butterfly. It's going to be, it's huge. It's going to be comparable to, um, to the phone. Sorry. No. So here, here's how I go. There's budget no, phones. Be, the budget phones are going to be technology savvy, technologically savvy phones. It's not going to happen. Listen. What you're talking about, there's budget phones, there's mid-rangers, and then there's flagship phones. So so maybe the mid-range phones, I give you that. So mid-range phones would be like uh right now they have um what they're on a Galaxy S uh S20s now, right? They just changed the number to S20s. So they have um they don't have a budget Galaxy S20. That's not a thing. There's the mid-range and then there's the plus, which is the flagship. Actually, technically the regular one is considered flagship. The the plus is like above a flagship. So there's no mid range, like the, the typical phones, like there's still a mar huge market for these budget phones where the specs are lower because you get those for your kids. You get those for people who, and we've seen an older person that's like, I don't use the internet on my phone or whatever. They, um, they make, they're never going to stop making money off wait, of these wait, budget wait, phones. Wait, 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 I'm a little bit lost. Okay. What's your argument that the technology is not going to be? What I'm saying is that 
it, you were saying that if you, uh, you will be wowed, right? If you put like your phone in a VR thing, right? But what Avatar, what made Avatar again, Mike alluded to so amazing was uh, that it looked amazing. So your thing was like, imagine what VR would look like. But if you got a low quality phone trying to watch it in VR, it kind of defeats the purpose if you're not going to get that high quality, you know? So all the technology that we use, it didn't really matter what phone it was because it was, like I said, merged. So it's live action or real life. And then there's graphics that are overlaid on top of that. So like the majority of the movie would still be in 8K, whatever it is. And the, there'll be augmented technology or images on like the screen as an overlay. So it wouldn't really matter what type well, of phone you have. Here's the thing where technology goes. If by then, if streaming got that good, because remember, I'm into cloud, right? So if the cloud is that good, then that could work because then technically they'll just stream from the cloud what it, the visuals onto whatever display you're on. Then, you're, then the display wouldn't matter, you know? But right now, the way technology is, again, we're talking two years, they might be able to pull that off in two years. But right now, the way the way uh, your visuals go is like, for instance, if, you got, if you're home right now, right? And you don't have a 4K TV, you can't watch 4K. You're not going to be able to watch 4K unless you stream it from the cloud. You're not going to be able to watch, uh, you're not going to be able to play your video game in 4K if your TV is in 4K. So you're not going to be able to have a phone that's not in 4K and watch Avatar in 4K in VR. That's just not the way it works unless it's streamed from the cloud. And not everybody's not even big on streaming for the cloud. So in two years, maybe. So I think that you both are right in certain aspects, but I, I think that um I don't I don't think about the I don't think the VR phone thing will be there, but I do think knowing James Cameron that he will have something different than he had in the last avatar technology wise. There will be some sort of an upgrade that wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be enough to make it surpass Endgame because of yeah. the time or the other stuff, but I do think there will be something new because if you look at his history, going back to Terminator 1, he waited eight years for Terminator 2, and it was like a, you know, he had, it was extra visuals and stuff like that. And then you go to Titanic, you know, that was different than the Avatar. So he's always got something up his sleeve, but I just don't think it'll be enough to surpass Endgame, in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm not completely sold on the four-year curse after all some of the biggest franchises waited four years like james bond uh the dark knight trilogy 2008 was the dark knight 2012 was the dark knight rising so it really depends on the brand which sure. you can do that with and i think avatar has earned that ability because even before the original movie came out we heard it took 10 years for production for that that was part of the that was part of the selling point so the yeah. fact that it'll take 13 years and it might have the fact that it's underwater, so that's the other catch. So everything is going to be underwater. So the underwater Navi, right? In addition to possible VR. And was it three or four years ago when the S8 came out, you could get the gear with it. So yeah. VR is super easy to do that. And all you really need, similar to the to the uh, museum Chloe and I went to, you can all you need to do is have an app that has everything in it. So all you need is a program, the same way that you would get uh 3D glasses or goggles or whatever. All you got to do is get a 3D, excuse me, a VR or augmented reality uh, type of interface. And the program's already uploaded for the specific film and it's already queued. So it's going to be flawless. Yeah. I mean, I, my, yeah, I, I, my daughter bought me one of those for Christmas. Um, but again, it, the phone itself has to meet that standard. So when they came out with the S8 and they gave you the gear, 
it was for that phone specifically. You wasn't going to mm -hmm. be able to take an older phone and put it in. It was not going to be the same thing. But um, my, my question is, and I'm done, is is <laughs> Avatar, was Avatar that good, right, of a movie? Or was it because the technology was new and it was that great of like a wow with the technology? Oh, That's definitely wow yeah. with the technology and the sensory experience, which they've upgraded since then. So we don't yeah, even but, but now we're going to get. Right, but you but if you was to compare Avatar then to whatever in 3D you've seen then, Avatar definitely stands out, right? There was Avatar was probably the day a la creme of like 3D, right? At the time. So but now we've done 3D has been so common, we've been seeing this for how many years now, right? So it's not so like Mike's to Mike point. If he come out with something different, like maybe at that point they'll have more like uh you is water, right? Like you, like if anybody ever been a Spider-Man ride at Universal Theater, like you feel like water splashing you, heat comes out. So if it's gonna be like some theaters got like a little like bit of water me. splash on you, then then maybe. But I feel like he can't pull off what he did last thirteen years ago now because we're all con that's that's nothing new now is what I'm saying, you know. And uh, unless so I will say one thing though, Tony, unless the movie, this movie is that good, and then the word of mouth travels. Well, yes, you're right. You're right. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. If yeah. it is that good, yeah. then it can maybe make the money and whatnot. They want to say that, you know, part of it, but you Absolutely. know, yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, with, with the Avatar, sorry, Josh, with the Avatar, they they plan on dropping every other year, um, once this one comes out, because so. Disney's at the helm, right? Yeah, because Disney's at the helm. And, and then you also have the fact that Avatar 1 was essentially, you know, the alien version of Pocahontas, right? So then now they have an opportunity to create a whole new story, which is cool. Yeah. Well, well, well since we started, this about Aquaman. What are your thoughts on that part? So what do you think that'll do, Tony, I guess? Uh, I think Aquaman was one of the better um, uh, DC movies. So I think, um, and Jason Momoa is like really loved. So I think you got two things. The movie itself was really good, and the character who's playing um, the main character is a is is a is an individual people really like. The women like him, like he, you know. So I think he was talk, he was a really good. Uh, no, I mean, listen, my wife like she'll definitely go see Aquaman. So um, you know, there's there's women who will go see Aquaman. But um, so I mean, any little thing you could do, right, to bring in more people, that's smart, right? So I think Aquaman will do good. Um. Unlike Avatar, I don't think Avatar was a great movie. I didn't, I didn't watch Avatar and say I can't wait for the sequel. I watched and say, man, that um, the technology was amazing. But Aquaman, I definitely want to see a sequel. So I think, um, you wait know, wait a, second, wait a second, wait a second. You did fall asleep for how long in Avatar? No, I really did. Yeah. Aquaman too. Yeah, but I also never, as a, a movie guy, I never had a conversation in my life with people like, yo, Avatar, man. That movie, never. Like, I don't know anybody that was like, dude, the story. I know people was like the special effects, like it, like the thing Josh pulled up, how they showed, how they put the, you know, the technology on Zoe. That's what people talk about with Avatar that I know. You know, I don't, I don't personally, I'm just, just me. I don't, I never had conversations with people's like, man, that movie was great. It's like, yo, the 3D and the special effects. Like, did you see the IMAX? Bro, you had to have seen it in the IMAX. Like, that's well, what about Aquaman? I didn't hear people talk about Aquaman. I didn't even see Aquaman until it came out on TV. Right. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you're also not a comic book person. But, uh, um, <laughs> that's true. I mean, but, uh, yeah, but you know, so it, it, didn't give, it, yeah, it didn't give you that rush to go see it. 
because that's mm -hmm. how they got people, right? If you were a comic book person, you rushed out to see it, but also you rushed out and seen it. It was like, dude, Hobbit Man was pretty good. It might be one of DC, like when we all did our um, our top movies, Aquaman was in there, like, you know, out of, you know, Aquaman was in there, you know? Um, so if you, if you had me do like your top um, sci-fi movies, Avatar ain't even going to be on the list, you know? So that's all I'm saying. You know, I'm not knocking Avatar, but I think what wowed people was the technology is all I'm saying. I think I, I am curious to see um, what a sequel, you know, what it'll do. You know, like you, with everything we talked about, I'm curious to see how people will be affected by the, everything, the gap, the technology they already seen before, the fact that they already seen the people, because even the people in the world was new to them. That's that part's not going to be new. So right. I'm going to, um, I'm curious to see that. I think Aquaman has a fan base going back what 50, 60 years. Right. So I think that'll that that'll still you know do numbers. And, and they nailed it. Remember watching these dc movies or any of these movies right we always want to know who's going to be casted can they pull it off so aquaman is a one like like when we think christian bell or we think of um uh what's his name that played as the joker that uh oh my god Heath ledger. Heath ledger. yeah Heath ledger right so we think of these movies and we think of like that prominent character did you nail it we all could agree like aquaman was he nailed it right the edgy aquaman mm -hmm. so he nailed it for me so um, you know, he's coming back. Like the move first movie was good, story was good, the the um cinematics, I mean, what was bad with, with Aquaman? So I, that's I, why I, I watched it again recently. I was like, it was a really good movie. I yeah, watched it again so, at home. So that's it what made up. Aquaman and not for nothing. I did those off a little bit on Aquaman too. When he was fighting <laughs> the black mantis mantis, I actually yeah. dozed off on that part. Bro, you need to stay at home. What's going on with you? No, I just need sleep? to stop going. I just need to not stay up late and go to the movies the next day. That's all. <laughs> you know. Did you fall asleep at the drive-in too recently? He said. I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know. Well, well Josh. We, uh, you know, Tony will get some rest eventually. <laughs> I'm but good now. I'm about to, probably about to cut the grass. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, eventually, I'm sure he'll get some rest and uh, be prepared to see some good screens, some good movies. <laughs> And just a, a nice reminder for everyone to go and follow the Mental Theater Instagram page. Have a lot of cool content on there, especially this young man here. Oh. <laughs> see, well, that's what happens when you get some rest. You see how rested you were there? No, you're right. What was that? I think that was my birthday last year. It was. Okay. I always make a video of my whole day for my birthday. Like, everything i'm doing and uh i always wake up like wired so yeah yeah i'm gonna have to go back and watch that one i didn't see that one. i saw this year i gotta watch, go back and watch that i mean josh showed it like a billion times i thought you would have probably went and seen it <laughs> no <laughs> i haven't seen the, the whole the whole video no gotcha. i to go back and watch send it to me you'll find it before i will so send it to me oh yeah yeah and and you gotta stay to the end because sandy on my birthday got her car towed but she didn't get her car towed, but oh, her yeah. car got towed. It wasn't her fault, but yeah. So I got a crazy what led to y'all going to what was the restaurant? Budokan. Budokan. Yeah, we had that whole talk about Budokan. That, was, uh, that, that video. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's video. how you got it because <laughs> I, I shared the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. Okay. All right, though, guys. Enjoy your Sunday. And now I guess Chloe and I will report how uh, Shazam was at the drive-in later. Right, that's today. Yeah, I said that to Mike. I was like, isn't that coming up this weekend? Yeah. 
they both never seen the movie, so I'm dying to see what their what their reaction Absolutely. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy your Sunday. All right. Have a good one.